0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another great episode of Kill Your Yo-Yo, brought to you by Illinks. My name is Ross Levine, and this is the only podcast dedicated to yo-yo improvisation, theory, and performance. I, first of all, just want to apologize for the, the last three episodes have all been—they that haven't been guests. They've just been me talking to you. So we have a guest for you today, and it is Justin Dower. You know him from uh, being the junior national champion— And also scoring in the top 15 at scales in 2022 in the pro division. So he is really coming uh, into his own and he's about to just take the yo-yo world by storm uh, as if he hasn't started to already. We talk about a lot. We talk about what he does uh, in his competition um, but not just about the competition, also about how he thinks about the scoring system, which can apply to all kinds of things, not just competition, but with uh, people. He has sort of a formula that he applies, and you can use that formula to help to create better performances both on the competition stage and on the performing stage. He also has a lot of interesting ideas about doing tricks that are simple but super, super flashy and how you can use those to get a non-yo-yoing audience on your side. He also has appeared in all kinds of media, from TV shows to music videos with famous rappers, so he talks a little bit about that. There's a lot of great stuff in this episode, and I can't wait for you to hear it. But first, I need to plug something. On March 22nd, the melatonin will be dropping on YoYoSam.com, YoTricks.com, and toys.com That's dot com And I want you to just start saving your pennies for that because that yo yo directly supports this podcast. And there is nothing, nothing that you can do more uh, to help support us than directly financially by buying that yo yo. Uh, and <laughs> as a bonus, it's a great yo yo. We've got three colors. They are going to be uh, very exciting they'll be releasing very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Share this podcast with some yo-yo that you know that you think can benefit from it. And without any further ado, enjoy this episode with the one and only Justin Dower. I am just, I don't know, I'm really happy to, to have you on. I've been, I, I knew that I was going to have you on eventually, I just didn't really know when. And I'm glad that I got you on this week. Yeah, I knew it was going to be like, it was going to be like in May or something. So I'm happy
1: it happened earlier.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, the schedule was, we're booked out. We got some good guests showing up, um, which just a plug, if you're not subscribed yet, you should get subscribed because there's, um, there's some, I'm not going to give any exclusive information releases, but there are some, some hot peppers on the, on the list. Um, Justin, of course, being one of them. But uh, let's get started with uh, what got you the one and only Justin Dower recently placed in the top 15 at scales in Pro Division, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Heck yeah. Um, What got you originally into yo-yoing?
1: I have like an official start, and then I have like an unofficial start. So the okay. unofficial was just like I would go to my friend's house, like down the street, and I would see him with a I think it was a Omega, the Omega something. It's the one with like the rubber rims. And he was he would always like learn like from the yo yo expert videos, like the OG ones. Oh yeah. And. And he had a second yo yo that he would let me use and he ended up just giving it to me because he liked his yomega that much. And then it broke like a week later and I like couldn't really get it to go like up or down. But that kinda like sparked my interest in it. So I was kinda like after to try to find a yo-yo, but I wasn't I wasn't like like super into it, but I like if I had the chance I'd get a yo yo. So uh, I was getting shoes with my mom at like I think it was Big Five and we're getting the shoes and we're checking out and I see um, a yo-yo factory one at mm-hmm. the checkout stand where they put they put everything at the end so it catches your attention so you buy it and I, I fell for it and I bought the yo-yo Uh-huh. and it took me
0: quite a while to be able to get it back to my hand. <laughs> And that's probably partly because it was a Yo-Yo Factory one. Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. 100% <laughs> the reason. Oh, <now. laughs>
0: uh, it's so no, different. I still have it. I that's feel- what they, that's what they think that the best beginner yo-yo is. Oh, it's so beautiful. This is the same one, I think. I love that it's red. Always a good color choice for a yo-yo. Yeah. Um. Decent <laughs> for like for ten dollars, if you put an unresponsive bearing in it, it can actually like do some good tricks. Oh really? I always assumed it came unresponsive. Maybe uh, try one cool. with a with a full size bearing.
1: No, I think it's like eight ninety nine or something. So the mm-hmm. most bearings these days are like nine ninety nine, which is like more expensive than the yo so, yo.
0: fair so. point. Fair point. Um. Well, that's good. I'm I'm glad that you kept your uh your original first yo-yo. Yeah,
1: that might be a replacement. I kind of forgot. Uh, Yeah, eight years ago. That's how it started 2014. March, I think.
0: That's awesome.
1: I remember I went to the Redondo Beach contest in 2015 of March. And that was like my one year anniversary. So I think it was early 2014. So I would have been
0: eight years old. Oh, wow. And did you compete, or were you just there to, to hang out? I did compete. Um, I didn't want to at first. Like, I
1: didn't have a routine, but uh, Ryan Gee convinced me, and then you, you picked the
0: song. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh, I think I – I don't remember what the song was, but I do remember that you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard that on one of your podcasts or something. <laughs> right, I said that. Oh, no.
1: Uh, I forgot what the song was, but it was it's uh, – a. The videos on the uh, YouTube on my YouTube channel, just like Justin Dower. It all my contests are on that. I have a playlist of just like every contest I've ever been to just like in a playlist. Or like every routine of ever done.
0: If I were to guess it's probably down the road but our our RJD two, I think is the band. And it's a it's a bit of a funky, funky song. Damn, damn, do, 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 do. That sounds about right.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it wasn't that one. You, you used that one at uh, Las Vegas Open, though, right? Yes, I did. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm amazed that you remember that. Uh, <laughs> I hardly I remember, remember, I remember Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Open. <laughs> oh my god! Well, just to, as a as one introduction, Justin and I have a slightly shared history, um, which uh, I'm I'm always happy to. To to talk about to claim just even the the slightest amount of uh, of responsibility for uh, getting Justin deeper into yo-yoing, which is that I gave Justin his first metal yo-yo. Am I correct there?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. I think I had like a I had the Yo-Yo Factory one, and then the next step after that was the uh, Velocity. I had a green velocity. That's the one where you can like choose if you want it to be responsive or unresponsive. Mm-hmm. That was a cool yoyo It had like a dial and you'd like twist it. But then then I saw uh, my brother went to the same school as you. and I didn't know. And then like I just went to one of my brother's um, exhibitions and I see you like walking down the hallway just like playing with your with your yo-yo. And then you see me also playing with my yo-yo. Like, I'm just like in a room and you're walking by and we're both yo-yoing. We just look at each other. We just like (laughs) stop. And it's like,
0: (laughs) yo-yo! Oh, it's always a magical moment. And it rarely happens.
1: Yeah, it's only happened to me like two times ever. Uh huh. One time we were at a meet and there was just this random guy who came up and he was like, guys, I know how to yo-yo. Like, I actually know how to (laughs) yo-yo. And we gave him a yo-yo and he starts like busting down. Uh-huh. And we were like, whoa, like, he knows how to yo-yo.
0: Oh, that's so, so good.
1: Only other time. But yeah, and then I was always trying to, like, get together with you to, like, so you, you could, like, teach me and stuff. Because at this time, I'd only been yo-yoing for a few months. So I was, like, not good. Like, you were, you literally, like, showed me a trick. And I literally tried to do, like, the bucket tutorial from, like, Andre Goulet. <laughs> and like, you just, like, make a formation and just, like, land in it. And I'm like
0: that's the trick. Well yeah, but the fact that you had like some clear passion, like you, you weren't just some kid with like a like a uppy downy old school imperial or something. Yeah. Like you were clearly into it and I was like, Alright, if yeah. it like I can't just let this guy not have a yoga and I knew from uh one of my friends, uh Mitchell Ruskin, I don't know if you ever ran into him. He used to go to the shop too. um he got some yo from his friend dylan ben harris who was older than him who's also pretty he's like a, a good old school yo-yoer and uh and mitchell was kind of like he was helping to bring me up originally he's the first person that showed me yo-yoing and he would tell me about all these yo-yos that he got from dylan and the whole time i was like huh i should why are you like passing on the tradition of <laughs> bringing yo-yos forward like that seems to be the thing to do, and so when I saw you, I was like, "All right, I clearly have a responsibility here," um, and I had a three a pair of Genesis Genesis, that I I was rarely using, and I was like, "I can spare one of these. I can have one Genesis." Yeah, yeah.
1: You giving me that yo-yo really like made me a lot more like passionate about yo-yoing because I was like, "Yo-yo, words care."
0: Yeah. The
1: community's good.
0: That is. If we, if anyone gets anything away from this, it's if you know a little yo-yo, give them a, a good yo yo. Yeah. It'll make their day. And sometimes it'll make a Justin Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um so yeah. Uh so that happened. We got so what was so now you're in the, the, the having a professional yo yo game and what where's sort of your inspiration starting to come from as you progress past the Andre Boulet tutorials?
1: It turned into becoming um, having Andrew Mader and Michael Curdy become like the only yo yoers I watched. Mm-hmm. And then just like trying to copy all of their tricks. Yep. So Like after the expert, I was just like, you know, I, I want to learn from like, like pro players who are like winning contests and stuff. And I want to like learn all their tricks. So I kind of turned into the, like this tech player, it was kind of it was to the point where I would go like to a contest and I would just like get into a knot and just like, try to like, slowly get out of it. Uh-huh. If you look at some of my like old routines from like 2015 2016 2017. Yeah, it's like all just like tech that just like doesn't score. Uh-huh. <laughs> so <laughs> That's kind of like where it went to. Uh. Uh-huh. And I, I was always like I always didn't like uh like the kind of tricks where it was like a speed combo because it was like super um like unoriginal. I'm like, well everyone does this. Yeah. But then one day I was like, Well, maybe I'm just gonna like try doing that and just like see how I place. And uh-huh. then that's when um that's like right when I got uh sponsored by Yo Yo Brothers.
0: <laughs> doing the meta tricks. Ah, uh, I I think I see a a pattern emerging. <laughs> the day that you sold sold your soul was the day that I uh, <laughs> I'm messing with you. But um, but yeah. So I I didn't know that you got sponsored by YoYo Brothers. What was that like? It was really cool because he let me use whatever
1: yo yo I wanted to. uh.
0: Uh-huh
1: but the the team was kind of small and there weren't that many players around me so like that's what eventually led me to uh leaving but like everything i go through like no matter if i stay with it or what it's always like a learning experience and i probably wouldn't be where i am now without uh that sponsor
0: yeah definitely what uh if you could name like one thing that you got from that sponsorship, what would it be? Hmm. Besides yo-yos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one
1: thing I got from the sponsorship is uh, nice yo-yos.
0: Good, good, good. <laughs> no, but, uh... was, was, there, was there anything else? Like. Maybe connections or... um if they like encourage you to go to a specific contest or just like having that legitimacy of like, I'm now a sponsored player, let me take this more seriously.
1: Yeah, like, I think definitely like accepting a sponsorship, like there's a bunch of um, responsibility and like you feel more motivated because you feel like you're the real stuff now. You're like technically like a professional yo-eber because you're like on a team. So that was super cool because that was the first time I've ever had like anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I never knew what it was like to be sponsored. So that like, that's what I took away from it. I learned what it meant to be like on a
0: team. That's good. So then you well, let me take care of two, two little pieces of business. One is that if I start naming out timestamps later on in this episode, they're all going to be off by about three minutes. I'll put the amount that they're off by in the description of this. Uh, the second piece of business is You were the junior national champion also, right? Yeah, in 2019. Perfect. That was just one thing that I forgot to mention um, earlier in the episode. Not just Top 15 Scales. Also, junior national champion Justin (laughs) Dower. And so, yeah. uh, So, moving from Yo-Yo Brothers on to Duncan, how did that happen?
1: it happened with uh, well after yo yo brothers what um, what happened was I I was trying to um, get onto to like another team. So I would uh, I left the Ma- I left uh, yo yo brothers and then I was using uh, SF yoyos. And I was talking to them a lot. Oh. And then as I was trying to get onto to like uh, that team I was um, I was greeted by Owen Ekblad. He stayed at our house for a few days during the summer of 2019. This would have been like right before um, worlds. Yeah. And Owen stayed with us and he brought up um, the idea of me joining Duncan next Gen. Uh-huh. But I don't I'm not exactly sure what my reason was but I just was like so focused on like other teams that I just like didn't really like care about it that much. Uh-huh. But at Worlds, um, I was doing the alternative freestyles that uh, Scales was hosting, and I'm like up there like doing some tricks, and then someone throws a Duncan hat at me, and then I put it on because you know I gotta play along with it, and everyone just starts chanting like Duncan, Duncan. Oh. Uh-huh. Someone gives me like a Duncan yo-yo, and I'm just like up there like Duncan hat, Duncan yo-yo, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> this year is really good. <laughs> and, like, I'm like feeling, I'm like, oh, I might want to be on Duncan, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Owen ended up letting me keep that yo-yo. And I was like, okay, like, Duncan's got some good yo-yos. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind oh, of good. It, it just went from there. I was like, you know, Owen, I
0: think I'll take you up on that offer. Well, that's that's awesome. So the, is the next-gen team different than the, uh, the like, Team team? Uh, yeah, think of it as like a futures team, like the junior team kind of. Okay.
1: But then um, I was like, if you're under 18, like you're basically just going to be on futures for, or uh, next gen for a little bit before you go into the real team. I see. And then like, I think in 2020, like sometime in the summer, it was official that I was on um, the official team and they made this yo-yo with my name on it. Yes. Said like, welcome to the team. And that was super cool. First yo-yo ever to have my name printed on it. That was like so cool. That's like a two of a kind yo-yo, I think.
0: Who who has the other one?
1: Uh Brian.
0: Uh I- team manager. Well, that's sick. And you recently got a um a signature colorway, right? Yep. Here's the first plug of the day. <laughs> yeah. The
1: Justin Dower Edition GTR. They're still available at Yoyo Expert, and it's got my name on it. You can't really see it, but that text right there
0: says my name. Trust me. And it's a it's a nice colorway. What are the uh, What are the colorway the colors on it? So
1: it's uh, um. Red to uh, purple fade with uh, some orange splatter on it.
0: Nice. And that's a a good
1: little outer ring bimetal. It's like a deep burgundy when it's spinning. It's like purple red. It does
0: blend really nicely. Mm -hmm. Well, that's awesome and excellent and beautiful. And I'm excited. So that's kind of, I think, a good amount of the intro. Um, something else I want to shout out, you went to the, you were a Kite shop You were one of the last of the Kite Shop crew. Um, yeah. And you started going after after I had gone to college. Um, so we were never really there together. How, what was, what was that like for you? It was cool. I was
1: going there um, with the Yo-Yo meets with uh, Yoshi, Mikamoto. I was going there just like a few months before Yo-Yo Jam shut down so mm-hmm. i was really lucky to be young at that time that was also the time um this was like so i know for a fact that they yo-yo jam wasn't doing anything in 2016 mm-hmm. before march but they were doing stuff in 2015 so oh yo-yo jam like ran the shop so when yo-yo jam went out so did the shop so this would have been like Somewhere in between March 2015 and March
0: 2016,
1: mm-hmm. and that was a good time to be other. Yep, that was also
0: the time of the Redondo Beach contest. That was a good. Uh, that would make sense that it was around then because that's right around when I graduated, and yeah. when I was in high school, and that would have meant that I would have met you then. Mm-hmm. Man history. Alright, so that's all good. Um, let's get into one thing, uh, which is that at I think it's PNWR 2018. You did something on stage, which then, uh, well, I'll let you tell the story.
1: <laughs> yeah, so 2018 PNWR that's the um, I'm pretty sure that was my first contest on yoga brother. That's when I um, introduced like my new Tricks where I was like doing the easy tricks, but they were also flashy and like fast. Uh-huh. And um, that was just like a super high performance. I, as I'm like going through the tricks, I'm like, like I think like right before the beat drops, I go like, let's go! Uh-huh. Um, I get into this trick, and then I think, I think later that year, Evan DeGao also like yelled, let's go! <laughs> like, and he also commented on my routine, so. There might have been um, an influence. And if there is, I'm
0: super proud. Well, one day I will somehow manage to get Evan on this show. And on that day, I'll make sure to ask him if, if that's where <laughs> that came from. Bro, bro if he actually, because he did see the routine. Like, he
1: commented something like he's like the future, something like that. Because um, I think he recognized my energy. So. Uh. It was a good chance.
0: Dude, it's maybe, well, well, first of all, was that a planned let's go? Or was that just inspired by the moment? I think it was in the moment. I don't remember exactly. But I
1: think it would have been kind of dumb to be practicing a routine and then let's go while you're practicing. (laughs) I gotcha. You know? But um,
0: it just felt right, you know? Yep. Well, that's awesome. Um, cool. So I think let's move a little bit into uh, something that's still a little bit on the, like, getting to know you side, but also moving into sort of a performance side, which is you were in three kind of major non-yo-yo media productions, let's call them. Um, two were music videos, and then one was a TV show, correct? Yep. Yeah. So let's go through those, how those happened, what happened on them. Who was the first one?
1: The first one was Ryan's Mystery Playdate. Um, it's a, he's a YouTuber who's, now he's probably like 10 or 11, but I think at the time he was like seven or eight, um, and his YouTube channel is uh, Ryan's Toy Review. Mm-hmm. I think he was the... He made the most money on YouTube in 2019 or 2018, or no, 2019 or 2020. One of those years. Doesn't really matter. But um, they asked um, Yo-Yo Expert. um, It's a it's by Nickelodeon, by the way, the TV show. Nickelodeon contacted Yo-Yo Expert and asked for a yo-yoer. And uh, at that time, I was unsponsored. This was like right after I left Yo-Yo Brothers. And I was always wearing like yo-yo expert t-shirts and like I was buying stuff from them. And like, we were just like good friends. So I was lucky enough that they recommended me to be on
0: the show. That's awesome. Yeah. And so how did that, how'd that go? What kind of tricks did you show Ryan? Oh,
1: I have some tricks that I specifically designed for, um, for showing uh, audiences of uh, non yo is like like this one Oh, beautiful <laughs> and uh, you know of course you got to hit the dna or i called it the tornado vine and they had to um they had to call it the whirlpool because tornado is um,
0: too scary you know ah and wh- whirlpools are not scary at all no <laughs> <laughs> um... For anyone listening, timestamp is 2650, it's almost 27. Adjust by the amount. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful.
1: I'm sorry, it's not the DNA, it's the Whirlpool.
0: The Whirlpool, yes.
1: Yeah, you guys have been calling it the wrong name this entire time. Uh, Nickelodeon actually named it first.
0: Yeah, the Nickelodeon censors are actually professional yo-yo judges. Um.
1: (laughs) I was surprised how much censoring they had to do because... I had a pair of bands on and apparently like the stripe on the Vans is like the logo so they literally had to put a piece of tape over it uh-huh. so, because they you weren't allowed to have any brands on it. I also had to custom make a shirt because I needed to wear a yo-yo shirt but every single yo-yo shirt is like a branded shirt that has like a it's like you know every yo-yo shirt is an advertisement. So I literally had to just like print a PNG of a yo-yo onto
0: a shirt, and that's what I wore. That's did they cover the cost of that at least? Uh, no, we had to do that. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Well,
1: the money they gave us made up for it though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I'm sure. Um, so that there was a word that you used yesterday during the pre-interview, um, to describe like that this trick that you were doing um yeah. which you called easy flashy yeah and easy flashy i just really like that as a as a short sweet simple term um which you you were kind of defining as like a trick that you can hit every time but that looks really big which yep. sort of to me is like an eli hog or a bunyo yeah, i was just thinking that like this is like the definition of easy flashy yeah like once you learn it you can't miss that um and those are really good for if you're building out a performance because non-yoyoers don't care. Ryan didn't care yeah. Sure. yeah, those
1: are really good tricks to show non-yoyoers. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but like non-yoyoers like, I'll do like a crazy tech trick and they won't care, but the second I do this they start like freaking out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can just like have them hold something and then Eli hop it out of their hand. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, like, have you seen those guys like with their loopers like uh, get uh, like quarters off of people's ears?
0: Oh yeah, Yoshi can, do that. can do that. Yoshi can put it on his own ear and then he just loops until it flies off. <laughs> um, so cool. So after Ryan's mystery playhouse, you did um, what? It was Lil Yachty first, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? After Ryan's Mystery Playhouse, you did the Lil Yachty
1: music. Yeah. Video? It was a um, it was a live concert thing. So like, all ah, right during COVID. He just had people um, sign up for uh, like, just like tickets, like tickets to get into like a zoom. And then he would just be like rapping. And the actual set there was like a big green screen. And there was, there was so many special effects. Like he's just sitting there in a green screen, and then like on the actual like production TV, he's like in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I had I like Lil he's like he's like uh, he's got like ten million followers on Instagram. So I didn't really like talk to him. I just kind of like showed up and just yo yo because <laughs> I was friends with the um, the producer. And, um, well, actually, let's go to Shakewell first, because the order of this matters.
0: Okay. So, I did the Shakewell video, and then... Shakewell did, Nine Ways, if anyone wants to look that up. Yeah. Good. It's a good song.
1: And, um, I did that, and then the producer, or, I don't know what his official, like, role is, but, just call him a producer. He his name's Dan Strait. He really liked what I um, was doing. So um, he just started inviting me to uh, more and more like rap, rap type things. Just like people who needed like performers for like yo-yo-ing or whatever, you know, but, was
0: like, there was there more like, than just those two? Huh? Were there more than just those two? Um,
1: there was another one that like just got released a, like a few weeks ago. Um, with, what's his face? Uh, you know the guy that's like, it's free real estate. Like that meme?
0: No. Like, <laughs> unfortunately.
1: <laughs> um, forgetting his name. He's a really popular dude. Um, what's his
0: name? Again? Wait, say the meme one he, more time. He's, he like whispers in your ear, it's free real estate. Oh, oh, I've, oh. I don't remember who that is, but I, I do. Well, know. it was that guy. Okay. <laughs> um, he has a podcast,
1: and uh, Shaquille was in it. So um, they were like, "Well, since Shaquille like just dropped the song, like let's invite some of his people that were in the video." So I showed up to that.
0: Cool. You just like talked. That <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's actually, kind of strange to have all those people and then like you at age what 15 or <laughs> yeah this is probably 15 or 16
1: oh god a year, year or two ago um, oh your
0: mom just commented Eric War- War- Warheim oh yeah, yeah that's his name Warheim um, uh, Warheim well good so So you did those, was there any, like, outcomes from that? I mean, besides being a a really cool music video and getting to wear an awesome Huey t-shirt?
1: Yeah, I've been recognized a few few times in public because of it. Really? Yeah, I never thought that would, like, happen. Like, (laughs) you know, the video, the music video is the most popular. It has, like, 3 million views, but in my head, it's just, like, the same, like, couple hundred thousand people watching it over and over. And like, there's not a high chance that they're like, near me, but nope. <laughs> um, some kids at my school just, they were like, hey, like, you look familiar. And I was like, like what kind of music do you listen to? And then the first thing they say is shake. Well, I'm like, well, uh, that's probably where you recognize me. And I pull out my yo-yo and they're like,
0: it's you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, there's, there's not many people who can get recognized on you know from from non yo-yo media there's there's uh Ben Condi was in that I think veritasium oh yeah I love your that was a great episode too yeah, I was literally watching some
1: of his videos like yesterday, just like um, some like unsolved like math proofs, oh yeah makes great videos, and also like the one where <laughs> He he proved that like you couldn't steer a bicycle without like once steering it like
0: the. Other oh way. yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. Um, man, but you know where would Veritasium be without Ben Condi? He'd be would be <laughs> nothing. <laughs> um, I think that video has like almost ten million views though. Oh yeah, no that that got that did really really well. Um, yeah. That's
1: like probably one of the most uh, one of the most viewed yo-yo videos ever,
0: like video that has a yo-yo in it. It's definitely up there. That, I know, um, uh, Zach Gormley got a pretty big one with like Kuma Dem- Films, I think. Uh, then the, the Gentry one got some high numbers, but...
1: The highest one, I don't know if it counts, but Alex Satori within a One Republic music video. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and um, that music video is like 80 million views. Like,
0: oh 100%. my goodness!
1: So, and he's doing like three A in it too. Oh yeah. But I don't know if it counts because like people don't really like watch music videos; they just like play it and listen.
0: And just listen to it in the background of a party.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. when you go to a music video, like most people just watch it once and then listen to it after. So
0: well, I don't know. Well, the other thing hard. is. I do know at like Shakewell's concerts now, there's there's the fi- when that song plays, he's got the five graphics representing all the five people, and one of them is. Yeah. A girl. So like, <laughs> no, it's it's getting stuff out there, you know.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of weird that like my symbolism is like on a big screen at the Shakewell concert, and yeah. I'm just like not there. Like I don't even know what's happening,
0: <laughs> but you know, my still getting used. It represents me. Is there. They better be paying you royalties every time they use that symbol. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, so that's sweet. uh, Getting you know, representation for the yard community, always amazing, always good. Um, And uh, yeah, it sounds like you kind of got that through connections with like, family friends is kind of what it sounds like, ultimately. And and also from that original Ryan's mystery playdate, hmm? it, it it seems like you kind of got that from, um, from a mix between the connections with Andre introducing you onto Ryan's mystery playdate, and then just like connections with with uh, friends of your family. Uh, well, the producer he
1: he was looking up um, professional yoyoers like in the L.A. area. Ah, he saw my uh, he saw the results from West Coast. And I don't know why but he chose the 10th place guy. (laughs) Probably because I was really young.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I think he looked me up and saw the Ryan thing. So he knew that I didn't have it. uh, Yeah. He knew I had a little bit of experience.
0: Yeah. He's like, Oh, this guy's a pro. He's a he's a master actor. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh,
0: that yo <yo-yoing. laughs> I'm great at yo-yo acting. Damn. So that's that's great. Um, let's I think put a button on that little media thing. I think the one thing as far as like technique and performance is that that easy flashy concept. Um, also very good like four point something hook or whatever you just <laughs> hit with That'd no sweat awesome. at all. That was beautiful. Speaking of that, some this guy, I uh,
1: forgot his name. He hit a six and a half book today.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: So I just, did a, I just hit a 3.0 right there. So he did one of those and then another one. And then a half. And he hit yeah.
0: it. <laughs> ridiculous.
1: I posted Rid- it on my ridiculous. story if anyone wants to see it. I think I think his, uh his channels like A L D R underscore something. You can probably
0: find that name. I just know I saw it in uh in Evan's story. Yeah. But let's uh let's go. There was another quote, and I I do sort of feel like I'm nitpicking here. Um, and and definitely tell me if 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 this is like if I'm taking this out of context. But it was one thing that you said during the the interview, which was um, and I am fully using it because it proves the point of this show which is, uh, if I did the tricks that I wanted to, then I would get last place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to kind of go into that of like, what what are the tricks that, that you want to do? And what is what are the tricks that you find yourself doing? And then I also know that you have theories on like, how you build tricks to kind of incorporate both of those aspects into them. Yeah, so the tricks that I like to do,
1: are literally literally the tricks that I was doing. in like 2015 2016 2017, like those kinds of tricks like the tech ones that I couldn't really Uh hit. Those were, those were basically just like getting into a spider web, but it wasn't just a spider web. It was my spider web. And that's what made it special. So, Uh So stuff like that won't score, but it's really enjoyable. Even if it doesn't like, if even if it only looks like a knot to me, just like making tricks that are like that is just so much fun. Uh And if I did those in a contest, it would not be so well. And now I have to make a combination of those and um, also scoring like at the same time. There's also I can also like add more slacks in them now, so Mm
0: -hmm. that's cool. Those always look nice to an audience.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, also just like, you know, no clicking stuff like flowy stuff. Um, also repeaters. I was listening to the Josh E one today. Mm-hmm. And he he pointed out that repeaters like, you can't uh, repeat tricks like repeat elements at a contest because they won't count. Like, yeah. And I agree with it because repeaters are awesome. <laughs> but they're they, you can't use them in the competition. So it's just, it's just stuff like that where, like, you know, with the scoring system, if you have any plan to do good, then you kind of have to build your tricks to aid towards the system instead of just doing what you want, you know?
0: Yeah, you definitely have to appease the judges before you appease yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then what did you do to kind of get around that, to do stuff that you want to be doing that's also within your style? but also to make sure that you're doing well enough to get your name high on the list. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I think it's a combination of just doing what I like, getting into like a tech mount and then one like, usually I would do like this one way to uh, like that would be like the way I like but then I, I just have to, like, add, like, maybe, like, a little pop or something to just get some clicks in to aid toward the judging system. So it's more just, like, the stuff I used to do, but just, like, a little bit more enhanced.
0: Mm-hmm. So kind it, of adding some flair to the to the holder stuff.
1: Yeah. Or, like, just adding a slack in here and there. Because roll
0: elements, like, do not score. What do you mean by a roll element? Is that, like, when you're here and then you do some, like, Well, the definition
1: of like a click is like an advanced string element and rolls just like aren't advanced or hard like you're never really gonna like miss a rolling element. But like slacks, they're a little bit more difficult. So that's why that's why like you won't see like high scoring players, like, be like rolling around though, usually the string formation will be changing like every second. Mm-hmm. They'll be going like in and out and whatever, but I don't want to get too much into the scoring system because it's kind of like irrelevant to yo-yo theory, you know.
0: You yeah, know? I definitely think so. Um, I just avoid anything meeting to do with competition, and then I live my life. <laughs> uh, which there's definitely something to talk about there that I'll that I want to come back to about what a yo-yo trick is. Because uh, I think we got a disagreement there. Um, what a yo-yo trick is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll we'll yeah. hit that. Let me make sure. You know what? I don't even have it written down, but I'm going to. I'm going to. Uh, what? Let's debate the definition of a yo-yo trick. Yep. Yo-yo trick is. Because I thought about it more today. And I, I got some thoughts on it. Um, so, so, you have a formula of how you create tricks. And is that kind of what you were just saying about like, take a tech mount, add some flashiness to it? Or is there a little bit more to that?
1: Um, That was more of
0: just like a, um,
1: an analogy. But my actual formula is to like, start with something like really like speedy and flashy. Mm -hmm. And then you get into something that's like really slacky. And then you end with something
0: cool. Okay. And timestamp is 44 minutes and 44 seconds for anyone listening. So start with something fast and techy. Yeah. Here's and, and one. Like this one's like fast.
1: And then it gets into like this like thing
0: like that.
1: Okay. For some reason it just it just goes really well because if you just throw your yo oh, better not. If you just throw your yo yo and get straight into like slow slack elements. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem right because like, you have no flow already. So you're just gonna like, keep it with no flow like, it should be like flowy, or at least fast and then it should be hopping into something else. Uh-huh.
0: So You kind of hit all your bases when you start with something a little bit quicker, a little more technical, And then I think,
1: I think the goal is to keep the theme of the yo-yo trick while still having varied elements. Mm -hmm. So like the tricks that I like to make, like there's, I I do think that themes are really good. So like, either like um, a slack trick or like a speed combo, (laughs) because you know, if you're just doing like a bunch of random elements, like you could go and then just like get out of it, do a speed combo. And then you do like one horizontal element, you know, like the elements are supposed to be pieced together in a certain way. That's appealing. They're not supposed to be random. So yeah. there's still that aspect of like organization within um, a trick. But um,
0: I, what I was going to say to be honest, so, so you're kind of talking about theming. Hmm? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so like there still needs to be a theme to it. But I think within the trick itself, the elements should be like varied. So a good way to have like varied elements within like one trick is to use different zones, cross your arms, use chopsticks, have a slack, put the yo-yo like around your arm, flip it over, do a twirl. And like for another trick, do like a triangle cross arm thing but then like this will get someone's attention and then it goes into the content of the trick. And then by this time you might get bored. So that's why you add in this
0: cool Slack thing. I see. So, so you want to maintain, if you're doing a Slacky trick, you want to have the Slack show up through all your elements. But if you have a bunch of Slack elements right here, which is kind of my style, like (laughs) then it could get boring. So to switch it up, um, what you might want to do is maintain the that same theme of slack. But now maybe come over here or come or yeah. spin, go under your leg. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, it's the same type of trick, but you're just doing the theme somewhere
0: else. Okay. So then, I guess the thing to practice there is learn different elements in different zones. Um, and break it up that way so that you can and also along different themes. So there's, there's three different factors that are changing. There's the the element, so like the 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 trick, the um, the place that it's happening, and then the theme of it, whether it's fast or slow or flowy or slacky, or or horizontal or any of the above, um, or like a grind combo. So mixing those while maintaining the theme, I think, is kind of what you're getting at, right? Yeah, yeah, you definitely want to keep the audience's attention. So you don't want to
1: be staying on um, one like zone for too long, because it'll all just become a blur. So you always want to, you know, like pop it out every once in a while or have something that's doesn't matter what it is, as long as it's like, not similar to what you were doing before, or it's like in a different zone, just something to keep the audience's attention, you know.
0: Novelty always gets an audience to. Yeah,
1: you know, if you're in a competition, it could be a dance move. It could be a spin around. You know, that's it could be
0: shouting, like, let's, "Let's go!" go.
1: <laughs> yeah, because for um, contest, that's that's not just tricks and music. That's a performance. You're yeah. dancing and you're yo-yoing.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. I I fully I can't agree with that more. Um, like either. it does. It doesn't matter if you're competing. You're really performing. Um, and I, I can't help but believe that if you do a really good performance, that that affects the judges' decisions when they're tabulating this. Yeah. scores.
1: Through my upcoming prelim, I was working on it recently. I'm adding, like, a little dance move in it. And yeah. I think that'll definitely help the judges realize that, like, I'm getting into the music.
0: <laughs> and I'll
1: get a higher music score.
0: Oh, my God that it saddens me that the, the result is to make the judges happy not to not to make the not to inspire the audience with your beautiful dancing uh, that's okay that's okay um it, it's kind of a joke but it works. Oh, i know <laughs> i know no, I, I feel like most viewers <laughs> realize
1: that the judging system isn't like it's not really supposed to show who is the best yo-yo, but who just who
0: understands the system the best. Yeah. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, ice skating in the Olympics works the same way, I'm sure. Oh, actually, yeah. they, I was listening to um, that, I, I forget who it is, Some someone who recently did really, really well. I think it was the uh, the winner of the female division or something. And the judges were talking about how... <laughs> They're like, uh, now of course we all know there's a big uh, schism in the in the the figure skating community about whether um, dance these aren't all the correct terms, but whether uh, uh, form and dance is the future of ice skating or whether it's all triple axles. And I was I was listening to that and I couldn't help but just think that's the difference between that's just tech versus flow and yo-yoing. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same exact argument happening everywhere. Yes. Um Oh my goodness.
1: I like flowy tech.
0: There we go. I like techy flow. Ooh.
1: Um I think I, I honestly I think that flow would win just because it looks cooler and it's also easier to go faster
0: if the yo-yo is maintaining the same direction. Oh. Yeah, plus when you talk about like easy flashy there's nothing like oh my god yuki slack is oh,
1: that hard and looks so cool
0: yeah super, for, super cool looking you know you could honestly put that in um in a
1: flashy easy or whatever like i called
0: that easy flashy i'm sorry I'm, I'm coining i'm taking your terms and i'm coining them so <laughs> feel free it's still your term so you can change it <clears throat> um so that's cool. So, so that's sort of your formula of uh, start fast, add a slack, and then end cool, right? For for competition tricks
1: that are um, like uh, techie, that's definitely a good formula.
0: That's the one I use. So that's a cool little rule of thumb to keep in mind, just to to make sure that you're getting the points while also making something that looks yeah. looks good. That
1: is the formula for making competition tech tricks. If you're not a competitor, then do whatever you want, you know? But yeah. for me,
0: this is just what works. A hundred percent. And I totally, I totally agree with you there. Um, and I, I wasn't going to go off on a, a rant about how the competition isn't yo-yoing. Don't worry. I don't only do that. Um, uh, I, I'll keep telling myself that I don't only do that. Uh. uh Beautiful. So, another thing that you said, which I loved, was, and I thought more about this, was that the bricks that we see on stage. This uh, is him. Beautiful cool. Oh, what? I, I'm hearing feedback. <laughs> That's cool. Was that your mom walking into your room? Yeah, I don't know if she knows I'm doing this. Oh. Well, well then. Future guest on Kill Your Yo-Yo, even though she doesn't know it yet. Michelle Tower just walked in. That's why there was feedback. That'd be cool. Um, cool. So uh, the thing that I wanted to hit on is you said that the tricks that we see on stage today are not the current, like, that's not what people are actually doing. That's the tricks that those people have worked all year to master, and now they're showing them. So what they're actually working on isn't what they're showing on stage.
1: Mm -hmm. There's, yeah, there's two sides to that. There's exactly what you just said where someone's doing tricks that they like mastered for a long time. A good example is like Andrew Mater, where for like 10 years, he did the same tricks, but he got really, really good at them. So that's why he was like really good at placing high. But then, when his uh, like signature yoyos came out, in the videos he was doing, he would do tricks that we have never seen before. So for ten years, he did the same tricks. Then he filmed a video, and it was like all just like brand new stuff that no one's ever seen. And I think that was just the stuff that he was working on. And then there's also the side where you design your tricks to be easy to hit, so they just take less practice.
0: That's just, that's I definitely have, nice one. That. uh-huh.
1: Because what good is a trick if it takes you like 20 times to land
0: it? A hundred percent. So that I definitely want to come back to. And I, that's written down. I I've got a whole thing to say on that. Um, first of all, the guy who hit the 6.5 hook is in the audience. It's oh. ALDR underscore N537 underscore YYF edge. Yeah. Uh, I believe. And 6.5 hook. So go ahead and uh and follow him if you're listening. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the world record.
1: I don't know who else would I mean no guarantees, but that's the highest anyone's ever hit.
0: That's probably nearing the limit of what physics allows. I yeah. don't
1: think anyone could hit like lit- like you would need to go to space to get above seven point five. <laughs> I feel like a seven is like possible if someone gets like extremely lucky, but I think that is literally the limit. Like you would have to go to outer space to hit higher than that. (laughs) Or you would need to be really tall. What I've realized is that yoyoas who are really tall, they just have more string, so they can just whip harder. Because when you're when you're shorter you could you could put your hand higher, but then you don't get as much force. You want your hand to be like when your hand is lower, you get more. So if your string is longer and your hand is lower, then it's really overpowered. Yeah. I can't hit higher than 3.5. Like, I'm still trying to hit a 4.0 on video.
0: I think I've gotten a 3.0, and that's it. Nice. That's still still very hard. (laughs) Yeah, well, I learned a 2.5 of, like, probably a year. No, like, two or three years into yo-yoing, and I was like, oh, I'm so young and so good at this. And then I stayed at that level, and maybe like last year, added (laughs) added one more half of a of a hook. So
1: two and a half to 3.0 is a major jump. Like it's not a small deal. Like it's literally, it's not just another half. It's it feels like a one and a half more. To be honest. Oh, definitely. Because like, Uh, if this is a two. And, like,
0: that's a, it just, it just, it's just so much. Uh, here's, here's something okay. I've been wondering. For me, a 2.5 is easier than a 2. Do you agree with that? No, because oh. I practice 2.0s more. Ah. Do I? <laughs> yeah. I think the reason I was able to do a 2.5 is because that was the hardest thing. And I was like, if I'm going to do anything, I'll practice the hardest one. And then I'll just know that. Yeah. But now they're at six point five, so <laughs> uh, that just kind of shows how how much things are evolving.
1: Yeah. I think a two and a half might be easier to actually hit, but doing the arm
0: swing is a workout. That's true. But I am I am pretty tall. That's true, you are tall. Um So on that point, going back to that point about what we're seeing is different. That that Andrew Mater point that um what they're actually working on is different than what they're showing. Yeah. Something that I was thinking about is like the tech companies like Apple, they they do that same thing. When an iPhone drops, it's not like it's the first it's not like it just suddenly was invented that day. They've yeah. been working on that for like 10 years. Even so like all this strategy of like the the current iPhone 13 looking just like the twelve, they had that planned years ago. Um there so that's kind of the same thing as what's happening in the yo-yo world, except for that you can't go into Apple and look at what they're doing and like learn from that. If you're a competitor with Apple, if you're like Samsung, you can't go look at what they're doing because they keep that hidden. But in yo-yoing, if you go and talk to people about what you haven't seen and just like ask them like what we're saying right now is that every yo-yoer has stuff that they haven't shown anyone else. And because of Instagram live and because if you are able to because of clubs, um, but everybody has access to Instagram live, um, or just like video chat or FaceTime, you can go up to any Yoi that you want, hit them up, uh, and talk to them and just be like, Hey, can you show me what you're working on? And then you can get to to like play with them on, on this new stuff that they're working on and give them ideas and collaborate that way. So like,
1: that also depends on if, uh, if the person
0: asking is a big competitor, then they might not. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. if it's Gentry Stein, he might be a little bit less. Uh... I don't know. Is Gentry Stein even competing anymore? Uh, I don't know.
1: He <laughs> he like I don't think he would do nationals, but there's a, probably a chance he could do worlds again. Okay. If he does anything less than worlds, then um. Like, from his perspective, I don't see, like, the point in it, really. Because he already has, um, you know, for him, it would be branding. So, he already has the name World Yo-Yo Champion. Like, he is the official World Yo-Yo Champion
0: right now. So. Um, also, that Yo-Yo is a little bit loud over the camera. Oh. Uh, the other one doesn't really get picked up as much. But, yeah, so that's, so, yeah, you can do that with almost any big Yo-Yo order. Um, and now my dog is barking in the background, so we've got all kinds of fun noises happening. <laughs> uh, so the thing that I want to talk about for doing things to make tricks easier to land, because that that is I think a really important point. Um, what do you first of all? What do you do to to take a trick and make it simpler, um. and easier to land on stage? And why do you do that too?
1: I, I like to take into consideration like what elements are in it, and if one element will like take too long or the setup for an element is too long, taking those out is good because you'll save time. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly just designing the trick to make it easier to hit. So that could mean like here's an example I like to use: when you're like going through a trick and then you have to insert your thumb and then like put in your index finger to then have it work smoothly. That kind of stuff will like seriously set you back. So you probably just will like want to go in a different direction, mm-hmm. or like if you want to keep going on that trick, like find a different start where you don't have to do like that insert. Because like these things are like really like really oh, just
0: that time it takes to, to grab huh? the string. What? Just that 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 like extra movement of going mm-hmm. in. Just stuff
1: like that will just, you, you want, you just want to make the trick as easy as you can to hit. And also,
0: uh, time, when, Real when quick, time stamp is one hour, two minutes, and 30 seconds for anyone listening. Okay. Uh, go on.
1: Uh,
0: when I make a trick, I
1: like to, Lost my track. Um...
0: Oh, darn. Oh, no. The one hour thing. Um... We were talking about putting your fingers into the, the, the like extra movement that takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um.
1: I, if, like if I can't hit like the trick in like 10 tries, or if I don't feel like comfortable after 10 tries, because you know, like, that's not like, a, you know, that's not like a rock solid rule or anything. But it's just like a general guide that I like to follow. If I can't really hit it after that, then it's probably like, too difficult to be putting in a routine at that time. But if I really like it, then you know, I'll keep practicing it. Um, but like it 's not like
0: competition ready, you know, yeah, so this kind of reminds so uh before I go into that, what's something else so I mean, I was gonna ask what's something that you would do to to make things easier for a competition, um but you kind of mentioned it's it 's tricks that use extra movement um tricks that waste time, any of those kinds of things, right, yeah, so that is literally there's a study of that which is Lean Six Sigma and I only bring that up that's kind of what like big companies use to make sure that they're they're less wasteful so like if you have a manufacturing line um and you have uh you know wood being brought in on one side and then cabinets being sent out on the other side of the factory and you have a saw that's like a hundred feet away from where the wood gets brought in then if you want to improve the efficiency of that factory, you should move that saw closer to where the wood is getting brought in. And that's kind of the basics of of lean, which was developed by Toyota, the car company. And you can read more about it in a book called the Toyota way by Jeffrey Liker. So, uh, and I only know that because lean six Sigma, I did a master's project on this. Like I love lean six Sigma. So I, I, what you 're talking about makes me think so much of that um which like I studied and, and like like it's so useful for for big companies and people who invest all this money into making sure that they have the most efficient systems and so yo yours can definitely do that and the basics of it is that there's seven there's seven main wastes i 'll let you look up what those are, but one of them is movement um and there there's also oh here, here you go. I'm such a smart man with my, my big old project and I don't remember any of the basics of it. I, I think the pressure is getting to me. But the point is, uh, any, any time that gets wasted, or materials that get wasted, or uh, extra movements that don't need to be there, all of that should get reduced and, and just completely eliminated. Uh, and otherwise, like your system is going to be less efficient. And in competition, that just means less points. And in a performance, that means a boring moment where you have to go yeah. and reach for a string. So no matter what you're doing, find a easier way to do it and, and like work on engineering a solution around that. Because yeah, it's literally the working. same exact thing. Yeah. Um, and one more, uh, this is sort of a quality engineering connection, is if you're trying to hit a clean routine, um, that's essentially uh, making sure that you have a, a, a system that works hundred percent of the time. So every trick yeah. you do, you can hit a percentage of the time, right?
1: Yep.
0: And if you can hit a trick 99% of the time, and then the next one 99% of the time, and then the next one 99% of the time, then to figure out your likelihood of hitting the full routine, you multiply all those 99% together and that's your likelihood of hitting the whole routine. So the higher that you can get the, the likelihood of each trick, and what I mean by that is if you, if you even have one that's like 50%, then you've screwed up your whole routine because now you can't hit that whole routine clean. So every yeah. single element you put in has to be as high. And that's going from the trick, from the routine level down to the trick level and then down to the element level. Everything should be completely optimized to that 99%. Yeah.
1: And when, when a yo-yo routine is like a story, then imagine you take out like part of a section of a movie that's important to the plot, you know? Yeah. That affects the overall aesthetic of the routine greatly.
0: Absolutely. Like, you you don't want to take out anything that's super important, but you do want to make sure that it's very easy to hit. Um, There was one more thing that I wanted to say on this. All I'll say is look up the magician Tony Wonder. He's someone who advocates for... uh, doing all of the hard stuff before the show so that by the time you're on stage everything is super easy and that's all that i really want to say about that without taking yeah. up too much time Ren- yeah.
1: another quick thing is when i'm starting your routine i like to
0: start with an easy trick so yeah.
1: that it sets a good vibe because if you start with your hard <laughs> trick and you miss it you're just going to get really discouraged
0: absolutely oh that's so important
1: um, that's, why, that's why in a lot of my prelims, which is like the most important, like freestyle you'll like do that day. I like to start with front style because front style is like really easy. Yeah. Now that I miss it. <laughs>
0: <Nope>. <laughs> Don't worry, we're all missing easy stuff today. <laughs> Plus there's also an element of confidence. Of like if you can come on and and know that you have that first thing down yeah then then you're set for the whole show um yeah that reminds me of like a rule that we
1: use when dirt biking is like you're gonna go where you're looking and in yo-yo and like if you're worrying about this one trick and you're worrying and you're worrying you're gonna worry so hard that you're not gonna hit it
0: <laughs> yeah it's the worry that makes it not happen yeah Absolutely. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about, and I promise you—you you seem confused, but we we have different opinions here. What a yo-yo trick is, um, which to me, if you are playing, if you're doing any trick with a yo-yo, then you are doing a yo-yo trick. What's a um, trick? <laughs> Ain't that the question?
1: I I think a yo-yo trick would be the yo-yo is spinning mm -hmm. at the bottom of the string at any time. As long as it's spinning and the string is like not wrapped around the yo-yo.
0: Whatever you're doing could be called a trick. I think that this is a yo-yo trick and my yo-yo is not spinning. I also think that a snap start is a yo-yo trick, and the yo-yo is not spinning for half of that trick. I don't know, because
1: is, is a yo-yo trick mean that you can only do it with a yo-yo, or is it just something, or is it a trick that you can do with multiple things, and it's a yo-yo trick because
0: it can be done with a yo-yo, so or this, is it that you can only do it with a yo-yo? I'm glad you brought that up, because that is essentially, that's kind of the the one example that I thought of, which is that um, if there's a, a a piece of music that was written for the violin, that the composer was like, this is only to be played on a violin, and then a piano player goes, oh, that's a really nice piece of music. Let me play it. Then that doesn't cease to be music, you know? Yeah. It's just the um, – and, and so that kind of links in. If something was designed to be made for poi or rope dart. But someone goes in and does it with a yo-yo, which is like most of my tricks, <laughs> then I think that's still a trick, but just done, just performed on a yo-yo instead of a, um, instead of the the prop it was originally made with. Yeah.
1: It's also like, if they're doing it on the piano now, does that still make it a violin piece? Or is it no
0: longer a violin piece? I think it was originally a violin piece being performed on a piano. (laughs) I think it can I don't know. (laughs) It's up to the composer, I suppose.
1: Yeah.
0: Wow. These are some good conversations. (laughs) (laughs) These these are questions (laughs) that will puzzle yo-yoers for years to come. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, so I think that actually slightly leads into, oh, and one more point on that is that I might take back what I said about a dead yo-yo being the same as a spin yo-yo. I think that's sort of its own thing because, you know, how people can, like, have a dead yo-yo and then start doing whips. Oh, there, I landed one somehow. Um, (laughs) uh, And then, like, do whips. I think that's sort of its own prop. Um, yeah. By the way, I just want to point out,
1: Angelo Aguirre was the 2019 Dead Yo-Yo World Champion. Really? Yeah, we had, like, 30 people in a circle, and uh, we just played, like, a game of, um, of like, Yo-Yo, where, you know, it's kind of like horse, like, you try a trick, and it's, like, you know, it's, like, simple tricks, just, like, front stole, 2.0, just, like, random whips, and since the Yo-Yo um, is, like, it's not on the same axis, it's, like, twisting it's really hard to hit the string on it and Angela oh, yeah. pulled up on top.
0: Man, what can't that guy do? I don't know, man. He he always he always ends up uh in places that you least expect him.
1: Yeah. Happy birthday to him by the way he turned twenty
0: two days ago. Yeah. He buy his yo yo also support him. He's, He's doing right. good things. I hope one day to get him on the show. Oh, that'd be um, great. <laughs> I might I talk, to it him would. That, but I talk to him a lot. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, He, you guys were friends. Well, there's a little thing. You guys were friends before he got big on TikTok, right? Yeah. Um,
1: we would always hang out at, like, the contest and stuff. That was around the time where I was, like, only using SFU. And ah. he was... Stuff. So we were like this SF bros, and we have a lot of pictures together.
0: That's sweet. I, I think, uh, I think your mom was posting some of them, or maybe you were. I forget where I was. Yeah, that was,
1: it. that was for his birthday.
0: Yeah, oh my god, that's awesome. Um, he's got some great stuff, and yeah, so going from SF to scales. There's, there's my through line. Um, You had some thoughts on what scales is doing for competitions and how it's sort of different than what competition used to be. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, So this is going to be getting into like, how Yo-Yo is like scored. Yeah. So this is just for my understanding. Um, the IYF rules, which is like the official rules is just 6040. Uh, so 60% is your clickers, and then 40% is your evals. And then that's for prelim and final and then scales. It's different every time, to be honest, but this time it was 64% tech and 36% evals for prelims. And then in finals, it was 5050. So you could score like, 130 in a two-minute, which is more than one click per second, which is like very good. Yes. But you could also get like twentieth place with that if your evals were good. So having <laughs> it being 50-50 is really good. So the 50% eval contains stuff like risk and complexity and rareness. So when we when you talk about like the the competition, like boingy boing
0: tricks, yeah, like everyone does,
1: like those might click high but they're not rare, they're not risky, they're not complex, yeah. and it's up to the player if they go with the music or not. Yeah. That's what makes scales different, is usually like the more skilled players will win because they're not using, uh, well, they're using like their own tricks and they have made them to score high and they're very risky and they're rare and they're complex,
0: just listing every eco category. Yeah. They and have- they have they can try it multiple times. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's also that factor. Yeah,
1: Um, that that's really cool. Because in the risk factor, you know, people can just really try, like whatever they want, because you have unlimited times to fill. Yeah, but usually, like no one will get a flawless routine, like there might be like one person. But even though you get so many tries, like, it's still super hard um, to film a flawless routine. I had a almost flawless. I think it was either negative one or zero, but my tricks weren't like that hard. I just kind of, I was really busy at that time. So I just wanted to get something out of it.
0: I see. Yeah. So, so when uh, normal competitions resume, and i y y f takes back over. Do you think we're gonna lose all that progress? Well, I don't think so. Because
1: um, the meta tricks that score high for IYYF, like the easy ones that aren't rare, those ones are just like the cheap and fast route that achieve like the same thing that a rare trick that uh, would also click high like that achieves the same goal in the IYYF rules. Mm-hmm. So I feel like since people already have those tricks, why not just use them?
0: Yeah. I see. So they've been working on those. Yeah. yeah. So they're. So gonna for, end up... me,
1: for me, I'm just gonna like. Uh, for like prelims and like semifinals, I'm gonna be doing just like stuff that scores really high, not like caring about like rareness all that much. But then in the final, I'm gonna try to like for every final, I'm just gonna try to make something that's a little bit more uh, pleasing to like yo-yoers. So like using like more original tricks, and they're working on a lot of those already. I'm trying to like stray away from using like easier tricks and going into like my own my own yo-yo style.
0: I see ya. I'm excited to see how your style develops. Huh? I'm excited to see how your style grows. You've you've made so much progress, like just in the last couple of years. And you're you're still getting better every day. And now you're like. Oh God, you're so good. You're too good. Okay. Um, you yeah, gotta I
1: just kind of use more of my own tricks and just become more of like a technical player than a uh, meta player. You know.
0: Absolutely. Can Can you show us one of the tricks that you're that you're working on? Timestamp one hour and nineteen minutes.
1: Yeah. So, like, I'll show a few. Here is one that's. So these are, these are still, um, like in the works, which is why, well, it's okay that they're still in the works, because I have like, months until the next contest. Yeah, there's also like, this one I've had for a little bit. But they are going to be just coming more often in my routines. So like those tricks, like, they're cool, because they're like a little bit more rare, but they're also like good at scoring. Yeah. So it's a really good combination, like also like
0: stuff like And they're following your formula too. Yep. I love that idea of using a formula to make make sure that your tricks have everything. In. This looks so good. Oof.
1: I didn't think I was going to hit that.
0: Looks awesome.
1: At this, at the end of this trick, there's this, um, there's this cool, like, GT pop into that. Uh-huh. And then this trick was, um, it's really popular, like, 2019 Nats. It's literally a GT. And then you literally just, like, pop into a double. I'll try to hit it.
0: <sighs> <Might> be-
1: <laughs> oh, is that it? There there it is. Oh, wow. So I'm I'm trying to be able to hit that consistent, and I feel like in a few months, I might be able to. Oh, yeah. Not but sure. That trick, if you hit, I don't, I've, I've never seen anyone hit it on stage, but I feel like if someone hit that, the crowd would go insane, because everyone, like, knows how to do it. Like, if, almost everyone who's, like, really into, like, competing and stuff has, like, hit it, like, once, but like at least but to hit it on, on stage would be insane. But especially can, right at like a beat drop. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it took me a while to hit it just there. So yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be but,
0: gonna- you keep working. it, You'll get it. Yeah. So I think that brings us to um, teaching a trick. Oh boy.
1: I'm so now
0: for People who are listening to the podcast, um, go check out the uh, both of our Instagram pages. First of all, my Instagram is i l i n x underscore t o y s, and all those timestamps are are referring to my uh, IGTV. Which, if you go to my page, you're gonna have to like click around, find the IGTV logo, click let click that and then you'll find kill your Yoyo inside of that. And so you can go and, and watch the, the video recording and Justin's Instagram, who he won't have this up, but you should follow him is Justin Dower. Yoyos, which is J U S T I N D A U E R Y O Y O S. So go ahead and follow those pages and uh, then you can see this awesome trick that he's about to teach us right now. Yeah. For those of you who, uh, are listening to the podcast Justin just taught an awesome awesome trick of like like sort of a hop into a double green triangle and then a hop from that double into another double green triangle um it's a fun picture tricks always acceptable uh always fun and this was a really cool little there's a cool bit to it of
1: like black flying Thank around you. the yo-yo I like this one because it's really, uh, like for me at least, it's creative and it's uh, usable in competition.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's a little boop boop. It looks good and it scores. Yeah. Um, It's it's a good kind of trick to like. Mm -hmm. So, I want to, I think we're kind of closing in on the towards the end here. Mm -hmm. Um, this has been awesome. First of all, thank you so much for coming. Of course. And. Can't leave my boy hanging. Oh, of course not. Um, and it's It's day one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what I like to do at the end of these shows is always a takeaway. So just like any point that we talked about, any little piece of nugget of information that, uh, you know, just a TLDR on the whole episode. If anyone didn't want to hear the whole thing, they just got one little piece to remember forever. What was that piece of information for you? For me? Yeah, what do you think? I'll do one as well.
1: If I could like summarize the episode. Yeah. Probably saying like, something along the lines of um, there is um, an area where you can yo yo the way you want and compete. And everyone can just yo yo the way you want. But this is how I yo yo, I have ways of yo yoing, you got ways of yo yoing. No one's really like no one has a better way of yo yoing. And that's the cool part about yo yoing.
0: Absolutely. My whole thing is competition has problems. And I'll argue that all day. But competitors don't have problems. No, no, no. Competition. Just as, a, as an institution. The people who do it, there's no problem. There's no wrong way to yo-yo. Oh, yeah. And, like, if, if to someone, yo-yoing is just how many raps can you do on, on, a, on, a, on a hook? There's no problem there. Like, that. <laughs> um, if that's the thing that you love. And also, competition, you know. Go go do your competitions. And if you do want to compete, a lot of people do, um, you can score and make it look good. Um the one thing I would probably take away I I wanna just throw in that easy flashy thing again, because I just love that. That like that's so good. That trick that's just like going left and right, right? Yeah. That's so simple. Like knowing that, knowing Eli Hops, knowing an Eiffel Tower. If people ask you to do a yo-yo trick, you don't have to whip out your speed combo. You can just do those and they'll go, whoa, right? Um, yeah,
1: but for me personally, that, that combo just doesn't score high enough. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, well, it, think... it doesn't, but
0: yeah. Oh, no, it definitely doesn't. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so another thing before the last question is any plugs. Obviously, Duncan, obviously, the Justin Dower. I'll let you do the plugs.
1: Yeah, um, Duncan Toys, shout out to Brian, shout out to Jeremy at Zipline Strings, and Buy My Yo-Yo. Yeah, which is the? The Justin Dower Edition GTR. Yes. There's still some at Yo-Yo Expert, uh, but all the other places sold out, like rewind yo-yo Sam spin gear but yo-yo expert had the biggest stock so
0: there's still some there so get them while they're hot yeah and also while they're available oh yeah Um, excellent then that's the plugs the last question is the endless chain if you were to recommend anybody to be on this show anyone who you think needs to be on here uh, who should I reach out to next, and the only stipulation have to be able to put me in touch with them Ooh, oh boy
1: i think I'm thinking of two people uh-huh I'm thinking of Yoshi Mikamoto and my mom.
0: <laughs> Wait, who is the second one?
1: My mom Oh
0: my God, those are both perfect, <laughs> yeah, Yoshi's just been yodelling doing like forever.
1: And he's probably witnessed a lot of great yo-yo things. And I bet he'd have a lot of cool things to say. Probably a, a different perspective than most people.
0: He, I think he'd be a really cool person to have. I have been, I think I reached out to him and he didn't respond. <laughs> Just ask, <laughs> ask him in March at IRL. I, I meant to, and then I instead asked... Um, Oh, I think I announced that a world champion was going to be on, but I didn't say who it was. It's Michael Nakamura. So I, I asked oh, him, and then I forgot to ask Yoshi because that was the last thing I had to do before I left. Um, so, but I got Michael Nakamura, so I'll definitely have Yoshi on soon. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I'm
1: just- I if you got, like a, um, like, a yoga company, like, owner, maybe, like, um, Paul Yacht, like, Shivam. Um, oh, yeah.
0: What's his face? Uh, Ernest? (laughs) I asked Ernie, and he was like, he was telling me to ask Shivam, so I should definitely get Shivam.
1: Yeah, I think Shivam would be cool because he's like, his uh, company's doing pretty well right now, from what I understand.
0: He's thesis, right? Huh? He's thesis, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, I think like all the yoga, are like selling out and stuff, and people are like all over it, so I think he'd be a great person to talk to.
0: I would love to get him on. Um, yeah, I'll I'll definitely hit them up. Well, great! I asked for one, I got like seven. Um, <laughs> and Shivam's at DXL, right? Yep. Yeah. I just realized,
1: like all the people I just mentioned were at DXL.
0: Yeah.
1: And also, right.
0: Brad, another world champion. So I'll definitely. Oh, Alright,
1: three.
0: Yeah. Uh, excellent. Well. I think that's about time. And uh yeah, I'll just say thank you one more time for for coming on to the show. It's always good to talk to you.
1: Yeah, thank you, Ross.
0: Yeah. You're you're awesome sauce. Awesome <laughs> sauce, Ross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You are you're uh I can't think of one for your name. This justin, I'm Justin, Justin. Justin. <laughs> uh oh just in time for the end of the show Uh, (laughs) doesn't quite work anyway i'll see you at the next dxl all right all right bye bye everyone this was fun this was fun later